Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Matt Smith. And this is Cole Travis. And welcome to yet another episode of... Let's Ruin It! My amazing listeners, this is Cole. Oh, and this is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and we are Let's Ruin It. Welcome back to yet another episode. Uh, we're still obviously trying to figure out how to do introductions and whatnot. Uh, but uh, today we're doing things a little bit differently. As you can probably tell, we are a day late uh, on putting out the this episode. Uh, we're trying to do it every Monday, but unfortunately, due to COVID-related stress and just the fact that we're living in the apocalypse right now, uh, things got kind of pushed off to the side. Uh, so Matt, actually, has really stepped it up this week, and as opposed to us collaborating on this episode, we're doing a, uh, a mini-episode in which Matt is going to teach me about something, and then next week we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled uh, collaborative episode. Yeah, so every once in a while what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of like a one-off where we take one subject and only one of us re- does research and the other kind of learns something new. Um, and then, yeah, so this week is uh, it's a little little spooky. Uh, I know it's only, you know, it, let, let's bring this up. It's only episode two and we're already changing the, like, the format. I love it. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not very usual, but uh, he no. sounds very spooky, right? I thought, so, yeah, see, I thought the spooky. way you were going to go about it was like, oh, it's only June, July, whatever, and we're already getting into Halloween shit. Matt, can I tell you, Halloween is my favorite holiday. If we Mine can make too. this entire uh, this entire podcast series on spooky shit, I'm totally down with that. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that. I think, uh, think we have a few podcasts about that. That's very true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should try and establish ourselves first. Um, oh, and then one more thing before we really dive into this episode. Uh, Matt and I have been talking, and we realized that this episode or this podcast has the potential to really get out there to a decent amount of people. We really believe in this project, and we really believe what it can do. And we really believe in you, our amazing listeners, which we don't have a name for yet. Matt, do we have a name for our listeners? Uh, no. <laughs> the, the ruin, the ruiners. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let them... Uh... The Destructicons. The Destructicons. Hasbro would sue us, but I feel like I feel like there's something there. Um, no, but I we wanted we wanted to do something with this podcast essentially, and so um, we we decided to kind of give you all a little bit of incentive. So as you obviously know, um, times are kind of rough right now, right? We've got COVID hitting us super hard, and on top of all of that, there is a huge civil rights movement sweeping the country. Um, underrepresented uh, people of color are rising up and making their voices heard. And during this time, it can be really difficult to know how to support or how to be a proper activist, whatever proper activist actually means. And so we want to let you know that if you donate to any sort of Black Lives Matter, any sort of bail fund, anything along those lines, and show us any sort of proof of that, donation we'll happily give you and your charity a shout out on this podcast we'll also be donating some money um to the uh blm metro which is over here in phoenix as well as the black people's justice fund which is a bail fund over here in phoenix 
So we hope you join us in doing this and helping uh, benefit our communities together. Alrighty. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for that. We uh, we look forward to seeing how you guys contribute and you know uh, how we can help uh, help these causes. Um, so you know, without further ado, let's uh, yes. let's get into the podcast. It's, enough uh, of the setup. Enough of the setup, yeah, Matt. I'm ready. I'm ready to learn. In. Teach me. I'm let's let's do this. Okay, so this week uh, we're we're talking about uh, some European shit. So it's about uh, goddamn time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna. Take a take a little bit of a lead from Dave Anthony over here. Um, <laughs> Who who's Dave Anthony? Well, um, he he is a comedian. He also has a podcast, and uh, I kind of want to do this kind kind of his thing that he gets cheered at. I'm only gonna do this once, so I don't steal his thing. But I think it would be fucking hilarious to do. You know? Okay. So. Uh, let me scroll here real fast. <laughs> we are very, obviously, a, a very prepared podcast, friends. Yeah, not at all. Uh, <laughs> April 7, 1786. Yeah, that's an 86. Okay. Yeah, shouting dates. That's Dave Anthony's thing. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. The Paris Catacombs were officially consecrated, um, also known <sighs> as the Paris Municipal Ossuary, which ossuary literally means... Hole for bones, or something Ooh. along those lines. Um, Matt, are we talking about the the Paris Catacombs this week? We sure are. Fuck yes. Okay. Yeah. So the Paris Catacombs are uh, kind of fucking huge, um, and so there's obviously a lot of shit that's gone down in there. I'm only gonna take take some time to talk about a couple stories I really like. Um, so. I guess a little bit of a background uh, for the Paris Catacombs. Uh, it holds 7 million uh, Parisians, uh, or I guess their bones. Um, they were uh, they were taken out of local cemeteries because, you know, they got too crowded, and I guess the French were like, eh, fuck them. They're dead. What are they going to care? We're going to go pile them up in a hole. <laughs> um, so, right. yeah. The recently dead deserve cemeteries. If you've, if you've been in a cemetery for, like, over 100 years, like, yeah, it's time to move get out. over it. Yeah, You're not even paying bone, rent. <laughs> it's time for the bone hole. After 100 years, exactly. it's time for the bone hole. It's time for the bone hole. Um, so when they got too crowded, uh, they just, you know, the city was just like, yeah, fuck it, we'll, we'll throw, them in a, throw them in a hole. And it only took okay. 15 months to relocate 7 million sets of bones, um, which I think is super fucking impressive. That's a now, lot of bones to move in 15 months. Now, Matt, months. Did, they, did they actually, like, put the bones together? Or was it, like, all the femurs go in this area, all the skulls go in this area? Um, like, it really what, depended on what the fuck they felt like. So yeah, they, they do, <laughs> they like legit, they did, uh, like kind of order bones. Like they would put femurs in, in like a pile and make a wall out of that and then make a wall out of skulls with some bones in between those. Um, and then there's also just rooms of piles of bones where they just gave up and just kind of chucked them in there. Um, there's also like, they made art out of it too. So there's like a, there's, there's a pretty famous picture of like a cross made out of skulls in with a bunch of leg bones. Um, looks wow. kind of cool. Uh, there's also like this little tiny empire city thing, uh, built in there. That's part of the tourist, uh, attraction, uh, called the empire of death. Um, which is really the empire kinda, of death, the empire of death. Yeah. It, it's, or, you know, it's. 
uh, normal. It's completely normal. <laughs> no, this is rad. Like, this is definitely an example of a culture that uh, isn't afraid to showcase, like, the death aspect of their culture, right? So, Matt, you said like, the reason was because... Excuse me. I'm, I apologize. I've been drinking uh, alcoholic seltzer, and that shit's really bubbly. Um, <laughs> so if you hear me burp, I promise it's not to do it on purpose. Um, all right. So you said that it. You you said that the whole reason for this was just because uh, their their cemeteries were overflowing. Is that what you mentioned? Yeah. So they were overcrowded, um, and they didn't really want to you know expand the city just for cemeteries. So they dug down. Kind of yeah. like uh, how when people started moving into cities in the U.S., we started building up, like in New York. And okay, we gotcha. started making skyscrapers and shit. Uh, they right, just like built down like for the dead people. Like literally building on top of like the old cities and everything. Okay, interesting. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, of course, hundreds of years later, uh, they're pretty famous. Um, now, they weren't very well documented. Um, so there are huge portions of the catacombs that are, you know, just completely new when people find them. They're just not on maps or anything. Um, and so because of this, there are cataphiles or people who like to explore the catacombs just for fun. Um, now, of course, this is very illegal. So listeners do not do that um, unless you are with like a tour group um, or somebody who is sanctioned to go map it out. And you're on like kind of a walk along. Um, but yeah, so the, these guys are, uh, you know, they commonly get lost. I mean, there are 186 miles of catacombs thereabouts. 186 um, miles of catacombs, 186 miles of skeletons yeah, and dead uh, bodies. Well, it's not all dead bodies. So there's just, you know, <laughs> solid some living bodies in there too. Well, we'll so get like, to that. Like halfway um, dead bodies. Oh, Okay. Yeah, uh, so some of it just looks kind of like sewers. It's like concrete walls and shit. Um, there's a lot of yes. graffiti there that's pretty cool. I saw a picture of a SpongeBob painted on a wall. Um, the most metal the, thing? Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly what you'd expect to find in like a, a an art piece entirely dedicated to death. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's all that kind of shit. So, like, the catacombs aren't just piles of bones there's just you know uh, just miles of tunnel um, and caverns and rooms and it's wild and for uh those of you who aren't in the u.s who might be listening that would be about 300 kilometers of tunnel um yeah matthew momo over here doing his research go on you momo i did some fucking reading um uh, (laughs) lord knows i didn't calculate that i could not do that um, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're, we 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 uh, we we were taught off the imperial system. I want to say not the metric system, right? Yeah, imperial. Yeah, I keep on seeing like these memes. Uh, they're like Americans will do anything not to use the uh, the metric system, and it's like a sign for like social distancing, saying like make sure you stay one moose distance away from each other or three raccoons. What the fuck? Jesus <laughs> Christ! I yep. love that. That's fucking fantastic. That sounds more Canadian than anything. It does a little bit, right? Even though I think Canada actually uses a metric system. Anyway, so 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 where were we? Um, okay, miles so, of like sprawling tunnels. Is there a reason why all these tunnels are like so sprawling and like not organized? Where people just digging random like directions? 
I'm not sure. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of get into the layout here in a sec. Um, so before we go into, you know, more specifics of exploring the catacombs and shit like that, um, the first story, uh, one of two stories I want to tell today. Um, so there is a police force that is specifically uh, for the catacombs, just to make sure there's nobody, you know, <gasps> the exploring bone through there. The bone police, yeah. They, oh my they, god! They just like kick out anybody who's not supposed to be in there, that kind of shit. Um, Man, I love this. I absolutely love this. I love that like America has a space force and France has the bone police. Honestly, or, it really just works. They should get together, have lunch. Space bone force police. <laughs> bone space. I'm, the the most ambitious crossover since uh, Endgame. Holy shit! It's Dead Space. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, mm. so speaking of video games, we'll uh, we'll be touching on our next uh, episode at the end of this one. Anyway. Um, Anyways, yes. Yeah. So the these guys were just kind of kind of palling around, just patrolling, and they came across a door that said uh, "Construction, keep out." Um, they're just like, well, that's weird. Why would anybody be building in the catacombs? Uh, so they go in and they see a desk. And so on this desk is like a little bit of equipment. Um, they walk in and it triggers a camera to start, a closed loop camera to record them as they walk in. And the sound of a dog barking, uh, which was recorded on a tape recorder, uh, obviously to scare off intruders. Um, now, that's not normal for, you know... 1786 <laughs> so obviously some people have set this shit up um like recently recently like recently yeah. recently yeah um Wait. so they go in a little deeper and there's this massive cavern um there's like graffiti all over the walls and the ceiling uh and you know that that's pretty normal for caverns in the catacombs people just kind of do that um what was weird is there were tables and seats, a movie screen, a projector, a bar, and a like fully stocked cabinet of liquor. Um, so what they had down there, uh, no, nobody was in there when they walked in. Uh, they found a movie theater that also had okay. a restaurant and a bar attached to it, uh, just in the middle of the catacombs that had... Uh, Obviously, been operating a long time huh. because it, you know, it was it, nice. Uh, like it, yeah. it didn't look like an overnight thing. Exactly, it, it looked like it was an established thing. Um, so they were confused. Jesus. They hadn't heard anything about you know tourism doing anything like this. Uh, turns out, it was just a bunch of explorers. Probably they they're not entirely sure. This is this is their theory. It was just they a bunch of it. they never yeah. found anybody. Exactly. They have no idea who these people are. Um, wow. They think it's a bunch of cataphiles or, you know, the people who explore the uh, catacombs. Right, right. Um, who just, you know, got bored one day and decided to start watching movies down there. Um, so what they thought was it was like a secret society for banned movies and that kind of shit. But then they found the movie collection and it's like stuff spanning from the 50s to now. Um, so like nothing, nothing like too creepy or like illegal or anything. No, just no, none of it was banned. Um, just none of it was even movies. None of it was even offensive. Like it was just movies. Oh, like it, people okay. were just down there to have a good time. They found a so, uh, bottle of five hundred dollar whiskey too. So that's oh. cool. <laughs> 
so 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 uh matt i've had some pretty good dates in my time right like i've i've had some really good and really bad dates i feel like i will never have a date as cool as like be like like imagine like you're 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 seeing someone for a while and you're like oh my god like this person really gets me and everything and then all of a sudden they're like hey we've been you know talking for a while and you're like oh my god this is the talk like we're what are we right like that's gonna be that talk and this person's like i you know i really like you um i really really want to take you to the skeleton theater i feel like we (laughs) feel like the next step in a relationship is me sharing skeleton movie night with you that's definitely like a record scratch moment. Just like the fuck, <laughs> kind right, What's going kind on of the here? fuck, kind of kind of the fuck. But also, I feel like I don't know. It's kind of sad because I feel like my relationships will never hit that point of like trust and love uh, as someone taking a date to the skeleton movie theater. You know, I think as a cataphile, you don't have too many dates. You know, I, if if any cataphiles are listening. Uh, and you know you're married or something. <laughs> let, let me know. It'd prove me wrong. But right. uh, if, if you're all you do in your spare time is go explore tunnels with some dead bodies, I don't, I don't think you're uh, don't think you're romantically in with anybody who doesn't do the same thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, but also Matt, like think about it, like cataphiles, especially over in the Paris catacombs, like they're looking for bones and then also probably looking to bone. So <laughs> fair. Honestly, just for the wordplay. Just for the wordplay. Yeah, you got to be sexually active just for the wordplay, cataphiles. Uh, also, cataphiles out there, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear your stories. Um, we would love to be corrected on anything we're saying right now. I think that would be an even better podcast is like Paris Catacombs 2, uh, The Respookening or something like the that. The Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, classic. 10 out of 10. Uh, right, so, Matt, in, yeah, if I'm you are... I'm, if you are a cataphile uh, and you want to reach us, uh, you can reach us on Twitter because uh, that'll probably be the easiest at uh, at Let's Ruin It Pod. No no spaces or punctuation or anything. It's just Let's Ruin It Pod. Um, and I I'm usually the one running that account, so I will answer as soon as possible. Yep. Um, or reach anyway. out to our Insta- or reach out to our Instagram on the same at uh, that I run uh, because it's cooler and it has nice pictures and everything. It's well curated, so. You know, make your choice. It's whatever. Well, fighting words. See how it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a great way to start a podcast. This is a yeah. great way to like really build trust with your your uh, your co-host is by yeah, t- exactly. talking to social media prowess. All right. Anyway. So there's a movie theater in there. Matt, I'm dying. To, I'm there. dying to learn more about these catacombs. Tell. Why aren't you telling me more about these catacombs? I'm, I'm dying to hear about the catacombs. All right. So, um, in the early 2000s or I guess late 2000s, early 2010s, a camcorder was found in the lower levels of the catacombs. Okay, um, yeah. That makes sense. That's where they're made. That's where they're born. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's where they spawn. It's like a amongst video the, game. Amongst the bones, yes. Yeah. So this camcorder was found. Uh, there is, are a few hours of footage uh, of just a dude walking through it. Um, you know, not, nothing too strange except for you know he didn't take his camera with him um so the person who found this just started watching it you know it's cool it's just filming all the you know interesting things this guy's walking by there's like rooms filled with piles of bones and shit like that Mm -hmm. 
but then he finds bone arrows on the ground. So somebody had, like, taken bones from these rooms and set them up uh, in, like, an arrow shape to show a direction. Um, so he starts following these, and he's just, like, weaving and winding through these tunnels. Um, and, you know, you start to notice he starts to pick up speed uh, as he's, you know, taking all these turns. Um, right, which makes sense because he probably realizes, like, oh shit, there's just more dead people down here. Well, this really isn't my vibe right here. Could be. He starts running. Oh, like full speed. Like full speed. Well, he he starts like like a jog, like he's just you know trying to get out of sight of something, mm-hmm. and then he just you know slowly goes to full sprint, and he's just sprinting around corners, down down hallways, just taking seemingly random turns, and. uh... Yeah, so he, he's just, like, sprinting, we, I say we as in, you know, uh, uh, us who like the Paris Catacombs, uh, we all think he's running from something, because, you know, okay. you don't just randomly start running through dark catacombs for no reason. Right, right um, yeah, the, 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 the hot spots for, like, jogging in, in Paris don't include yeah. the underground tunnels of dead people. And like also camcorders and everything with that too. That's it's it's not a very like good jogging environment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, plus, mind the fact you, that mind you, if you get mind hurt, you, mind you, this yeah. is speaking from someone. This is coming from someone who doesn't run cardio. So maybe there's something about like the extra calcium in the air that's like beneficial to runners. There you go. You know, like bones. I. I'm not gonna. Hey, runners out there, if 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 you feel like running in a cave oh, or a tunnel full of bones benefits you reach out to us we'd love to hear your story are we gonna have them reach out to us about literally everything that's i'm you know what matt i'm a little bit tipsy uh yes i'm gonna as every after everything that you say i'm gonna be like hey xyz reach out to us for this and that okay well you don't have to do that every sentence i say if it you know if you fall into the group that i'm talking about be sure to dm cole on instagram (laughs) Yeah, I, hey. I don't think I want oh, that many DMs. Hey, everyone! If you get too many DMs about your podcast, uh, go ahead and reach out to us. We'd love to hear your story. There, exactly. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> back to back to the spooks. Um, back to the spooks. So let's, let's, let's hear it. He's weaving and winding, running through these tunnels, and then the camcorder drops, and you see him running away, or, or we assume it's him, his feet. Um, just kind of splashes in a puddle and just runs. Uh, now, he didn't come back for the camcorder, obviously, and the camera just kept recording for another, I think it was two hours, and then just died. Um, okay. Nobody knows how long it was down there. Um, so when the person came by and picked it up, uh, they just, you know, I guess put in new batteries, recharged it, or whatever you need to do with that kind of camcorder, and uh, watch this footage. So then they got in contact with some of the explorers down there to see if they knew who this guy was, and nobody knew. Um, okay. then, so he wasn't a part of the local cataphiles. Yeah, so just, he just didn't go to stranger. the theater. He didn't go to the theater to hang out or whatever. Um, <laughs> or if he did, they just didn't, you know, know who he was because a lot of people record down there. Right. Um, so, this story started to gain traction, and it got the eye of a uh, filmmaker named Francis Friedland. Um, mm. Now, th- this is a uh, pretty, 
pretty famous documentary. You've probably seen it on Sci-Fi or ABC, um, or maybe ABC Family. I'm not quite sure which version of that channel it's on. Um, so I'm gonna take he, a wild guess. I'm gonna take a wild guess and say probably not ABC Family. If we're talking about like skeleton tunnels, maybe not ABC Family. I don't know. They've aired some weird shit there. Uh, that, that, that might be another let's ruin it. Let's ruin ABC or something like that. Ooh, um, yes. Send the yeah, kids television. There you go. Um, so, this is, like, one of the weirdest documentaries I think I've ever watched. It's only about, like, 25 minutes in total. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's narrated by this little girl who talks super slow and creepy. And of it's course. it's super Naturally. unnecessary because you know they're, they're trying to find a guy. It's not like a ghost story. This is like a rescue mission, and you know this this filmmaker and his buddies just decide, yeah, well, let's go do this. The police couldn't find him, so maybe we can. Um, so apparently, this guy is a pretty big cataphile. He's explored down there. He knows the catacombs pretty well. Um, so what he does is he gets gets his little posse together with some cameras and some flashlights. And, uh, climbs down a manhole. Now, what he's doing is 100% illegal because they wait until night and they're, like, looking for cops while they're jumping into this man, or this door Mm. that's in, uh, uh, just goes down to the catacombs. So, this, uh, I'm sure he got into some legal trouble after this. I'd have to look that up. Um, let's see. But, uh, so yeah, Fred... Mr. Frankie over here uh, just Mr. jumps Frankie. in. Mr. Frankie uh, jumps into the into the hole with his buds, uh, and they start following the path that was filmed. Um, so right, because nothing nothing could go wrong. Nothing terrible could happen if they follow the exact same path as the person who started running down the catacombs and then just just disappeared. Well, I think this is a few years later. Um, Ghosts this, don't care. Ghosts yeah, don't the, understand what time it is. That's true. I mean, it might not have been a ghost. Who knows? It might have been a dude. Um, hmm. But, you know, whoever was, or whatever was chasing him didn't get caught on camera. Um, the so camera was pointing was down the hall. So, I, if anything, it's probably a ghost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, like, just, just statistically, right? You have, like, maybe, like, 20 people in the catacombs at yeah, a time. I'm guessing. Something like that. Compared to, like, the, the 7 million bones that you said. Yeah, at people. least one of them's got to be haunting the place, right? There's got to be one ghost in there. It's not proper catacombs if you don't have at least one ghost. Somebody who's pissed off about being stacked up in like a penis shape in the wall. I'm sure there's yeah. one of those in there somewhere. Oh, there's, um, there's got to be a, at least one. There, there were uh, like, it's just human nature to put dicks in everything. You know, there was uh, there's penis drawings in Leonardo. I almost said DiCaprio. Leonardo da Vinci's uh, like notebooks way back in the day. Uh, there were like etchings and ancient Roman walls of penises and everything. There's got to be at least like like two skulls on the bottom and a femur in the middle hidden somewhere in there. Oh, there's probably tons of them. Um, oh, I'm absolutely sure. So, now here's where we get into kind of the layout of the catacombs. Um, mm-hmm. So, in addition to winding tunnels, there are also just these holes in, like, in corners uh, where okay. you get down to the next level of the catacombs, like, next level down. Uh, there's Jesus. a few levels down. Um, I don't think anybody knows quite how many, because um, the sources I looked at all conflicted. Uh, some said five, some said ten, some said seven. It, right. I, so I don't know. Um, 
so this uh, this Francis guy knows knows where he's going. Um, so you see these guys like squeeze into this hole and go down. Uh, there's absolutely no light, as you know, it's all bricked up under the ground. Um, right. So they've one of the big things they highlight uh, in exploring the catacombs is if your flashlight dies, you die because um, you can't see. There's there's never going to be another light source down there unless somebody finds you. And Jesus. the uh, chances of somebody finding you down there uh, before you die of asphyxiation, starvation, dehydration, whatever, um, Any of the super Asians. low. Yeah. Right. Can I um, just say, as someone who, and I think you've probably been there too, because uh, you used to live there, but up in Flagstaff, there's those lava tubes, which are essentially like these giant tunnels underneath like uh, the ground a few miles outside of Flagstaff, uh, where... Uh, you can go and explore and like splunk and everything. And there's some sections that are just so far away from the mouth of the the entrance that if you turn off your flashlights and whatnot, like it's just pitch blackness. You can't see anything. And yeah. If you haven't experienced that and you know can't relate to what people trapped down the catacombs have probably been through, I highly recommend it. It's an experience, I think, more than anything. But it is absolutely purely and objectively terrifying. Yeah, well, if you go in there without light, yeah. But if you're with if you're with friends, as you should be when you go exploring things, uh, and with plenty of food, water, and light, you're good to go. Right, but um, you mentioned you mentioned that 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 felt like some setup. So did, did their did their, did their lights die off? No, but this does happen to explorers uh, kind of a lot. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so luckily, it, this happens while they're still on level one, or they're you know pretty close to an exit. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, make it out alive, but you know, some aren't so lucky or aren't mm. so well prepared. They get added to the bones. Mm, pretty much, yeah. Um, you which, can't see me, but I'm like, I'm like twiddling my fingers right now, uh, like an old timey mortician. <laughs> I, I could hear it in your voice. Add them um, to the bones, Matthew. <laughs> that that's actually uh, part of the reason it's really hard to find anybody uh, if they're lost <laughs> for a long time. You know. They right. decompose. <laughs> they, they just, so join, they the, just join the bones. Yeah, they just join the bones. Yeah, you'd have to have like actual forensics to tell which ones are new and which ones are old. Um, right. So yeah, so this expedition starts out. Um, they're following the camera up until the point where it gets dropped. Now this is about six hours of exploring uh, to the point where they find find this. Um, one of the things they point out is that the graffiti on the wall, uh, just before he starts running, is man-shaped. Uh, they find that, um, so he goes Wait, down there and takes a right. as opposed to, like, as opposed to what? Like, uh, what other, like, graffiti would there be down there? Literally anything else. It, it looks like, uh, one of those drawings from Slenderman. Like that oh. kind of deal. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, Amazing. it's it's Perfect. super creepy. Um, so I'm already find... super in love with the rest of the story. Please continue. Yeah, so this is after they find the bone arrows. The arrows are still there, so nobody's fucked with this. Um, which I think is incredible. Uh, because, you know, somebody's got to have found that after this guy, right? Unless somebody's, like, still going in there and rearranging them again. Um yeah, so they follow these arrows, they find this, uh, find this graffiti, um, and then they find kind of the area where the camcorder was dropped. Uh, so they decide to, you know, break apart and, you know, 
split up and go search for clues, gang. Scooby-Doo. Um, they find jack shit. <laughs> so, okay. uh, yeah. So what happens is they, you know, kind of regroup and come back to, you know, just where they're supposed to try and get out. Uh, they climb up to the top of this manhole and it's locked. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so they've they, been locked inside. So saying. yeah, they're, they're running out of batteries on their cameras and their flashlights. Um, and they're just kind of trapped. Uh, so Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they, they oh had given up. I think this is about seven or eight hours in. Um, okay. So wait, did the, uh, did like the people like running the tours and everything just like close up and forget about them or like what happened? Well, nobody's supposed to get in through manholes. Um, that's right. I'm sorry. You said that they were yeah. going in illegally. Okay. So yeah, no one knew much. that they were there, which is even sketchier. They didn't, yeah. they probably didn't tell anyone cause they were doing something illegal. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Which is why they went in a large group too, so that they could hold each other accountable while they're in there. Um, just kind of make sure everybody's safe. That kind of thing. That, kind of what you're supposed to do when you're hiking or, you know, exploring the wilderness. You're supposed to at least have a buddy with you. Or right. practice you the sure buddy that- system. You want to make sure that you don't give in to the temptation of making skeleton dicks everywhere. No, oh, I'm sure they were doing that when the cameras were off. <laughs> no, I totally okay, would have. It's just um, more hands than to make more skeleton penises, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the uh, it, the documentary gets kind of like vague here. Um, I, I think they were just trying to wrap up. I, I think their batteries were just dying. Um, so... They just kind of explain that they find another exit and get out, um, kind of close to where they went in. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So, they find find a new exit and leave. Um, And this... (laughs) It's so strange watching this. Something else must have happened in there, because otherwise, I don't think Francis would have looked so freaked out. Um, He's standing in the middle of a dark street, just like tell, explaining that he didn't find anything, but he, he might try again in the future, um, or somebody else should try, and uh, then then it just kind of ends. So I have a feeling, okay, they may What's have the encountered something that you know scared the shit out of them, and that's why they left. So they also explain the total time they spent in the catacombs was about twelve hours. Um, so that's a wow. long ass time to be in pitch, pitch black darkness with a bunch of bones. So that'll mm-hmm. wear down on your sanity anyway. Um, right. as, as someone who's done like a float tank before where you're entirely deprived of any sensation, they probably lost their minds for a little bit. They probably started to hallucinate and see some things. Oh, probably. I mean, you, you'd see ghosts too, if you were in there that long. So that's, I would bet, I would bet money on it. It sucks that like the human brain has to be entertained 24 <laughs> seven, with something or also just starts to entertain itself and freak you out because you don't understand what's happening. But, like, I guarantee you they started to, like, hear shit and see things. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that might be why that guy started running. Uh, he was probably just seeing and hearing shit that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fine, whatever. This guy still hasn't been found. So, you know, if you are a cataphile or you are a policeman in in Paris, and, you know, you want to reopen that investigation, do it. Just do it safely and do it, you know, legally. Um, not like poor Francis here did. Uh, 
and make sure you actually have an escape route because, dear lord, that's terrifying. Um, so this whole story has become kind of like an urban legend in uh, in Paris. Um, right. Yeah, so they, like, every once in a while somebody will bring up, oh, the, the lost man in the catacombs. Some say he's still wandering the halls down there. He's probably not. He's probably dead. Um, or he's, you know, he just dropped his camera, found a way out, and... <laughs> left who knows he's just never claimed it um honestly yeah, he, uh, if somebody found my camcorder and was just like oh we have to save this man he's uh he's lost in there and it got sensationalized that that hard i probably would do the same thing just be like eh, people like it <laughs> yeah exactly or he's probably like oh shit like there's proof of me being down here illegally like, uh, well, yeah and now it's really not... blowing up it's it's like if you like rob a candy store and then, like, the candy store owner is actually related to someone, like, incredibly famous. And the story blows up and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this got way out of control. I or don't maybe, think... Uh, maybe he caught... got the camcorder. Maybe he got the camcorder as, like, a gift from, like, his girlfriend. It was a very much, like, it was very much a, gee, thanks, babe, kind of moment. And he was just, like, looking for an excuse to get rid of it. And then, like, <laughs> they found this camcorder, like, footage. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I can't say anything about this. Or my girlfriend's going to know I tried to ditch my camcorder in the Paris cat. You know what? I take it back. That's a really dumb fucking theory. That, that's a Seinfeld happened. plot. <laughs> that definitely is. <laughs> that definitely is. I am now on uh, Hard Seltzer number four and thoroughly enjoying this uh, this this conversation. Um, so just, just for, you know, those of you who are interested in exploring the Paris catacombs, um, they talk about how illegal it is and how, you know frowned upon it is uh but if you get caught you just get a 60 euro fine uh a little bit of a bit of a slap on the slap on the hand um and uh i want to talk about the uh the, the patrol a little bit who okay. uh does before this. before we go on before we go on can i just say we hear mm-hmm. let's ruin it we're not encouraging you to. We're, we are not encouraging you to break the law. No, for, for, but they foremost, aren't telling you not to. They're just saying you have to pay to get in the catacombs, basically. So if you know, if you really can't help yourself, that's it. But also, that does end up on your record. Employers will be able to see that, and it's kind of fucked up. It also looks like you can serve jail time if you are caught more than once. Okay, so you can get away with it once, is what I'm hearing. You can get away with it and pay $60. <laughs> okay, but, um, like, but like, imagine the difference between, like, you know, you rob a candy store, going back to that example, and that goes on your record, as opposed to, like, you're in an interview and your boss is like, all right, well, I just want to talk to you real fast. We did a background check on you, and it, we got a red flag. Do you want to explain what happened? And you're like, oh, yeah. I wanted to look at some par- bones. Yeah. <laughs> Broken to the Paris Catacombs, go find that lost dude. It's pretty sick. Like, they might just... he, That boss might just, like, give you their job at that point. Or they might say, oh my god, you're a freak, get out. <laughs> That's more likely. <laughs> That's much more likely. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so you want to talk about the, the officers, right? The, the patrol people. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so they are... Uh, they're known colloquially... Colloquially, yeah, that's a word. Mm-hmm. As uh, a cataflix, I've no idea what the fuck that means. Um, I can't find what that means, uh, but it sounds cool. 
Um, there are also the acronym for the special police force who patrols, I guess, mines and uh, in the catacombs and that shit. They're called the Eric. I can't find what the hell that stands for, but they're just Eric's. I would love to think that uh, everybody on the force is just named Eric something or other. Like, they're they're a very elite team. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yo, Eric, I just uh, I just found some tracks. Yeah, what, what's that, Eric? Uh, which Eric are you talking to? Not not you, Eric. Him, Eric. <laughs> like, right. Maybe it's just like all the same guy who's like slowly been losing his mind. But he's oh just very very efficient. So they think it's, it's the lost man officer. Yeah, it's him. He became the 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 uh, he became part of the the uh, Cataflex. and he's been slowly good. taking it over from the inside out. Okay. So, so hit me with some cataflick facts. What's, what's going on with them? Um, it's nothing really interesting. They just find theaters and, you know, find people who've been exploring too long. Um, they also find thieves, so people like to steal bones from the catacombs, um, which I think That's is... so dumb. People already have, like, so many bones. God damn it. <laughs> it's just greedy at that point. Like, what do you need? Another, like, patellar bone? You already got two of them. Back up. Probably. Uh, I think it's, you know, kind of creepy. That will also get you a, uh, a much, you know, bigger, bigger uh-oh with the, with the legal system. Because that is right. defacing a grave, technically. Um, so My theory is that the French government actually just really loves having that many bones. It's like a bragging right to them for, like, all the other like, countries around the world. And we got seven million the of them. What, what, what do you, what do you got? We got seven million bones underneath our city. It's badass. And we'll arrest anyone who tries to take our bones. Don't try to take our bones. These are our bones. I'll give you a fine. Don't don't touch my bones. Those are my bones. French government bones. Back off. Get your own (laughs) bones, mister. Or missus. Or mix. Yeah, so this guy, whoever whoever made the bone arrows, uh, could actually face a pretty long sentence just for doing that. Uh, even though the bones that were hey, uh, hey Matt. taken hey Matt. for it. Yeah. Hey, Momo. Hey. What? Would you say that person would get into a skeleton of trouble? You interrupted me for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. Come on. I'm, anyway. You've limited, you've limited me to one pun per episode. I wanted to make sure that was the one I got across. I think we've had a few puns this episode. Okay, I'll pay it forward. Okay, like it it won't happen for like the next two. Episodes. We're, you know what? We're we're gonna take uh, the Paris government rules. You know, it's sixty dollars every time you make a pun. Now, oh god damn it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so even though the bones were just kind of piled up in a room, just you know dumped in there by the people making the catacombs, uh, if you move them, it is defacing a grave. Uh, which, you know, I get it, but it's kind of dumb because it's not at all a grave. <laughs> it's literally just a pile of bones. Well, it's like one big grave. Like, everything is a grave. Uh, yeah, it, it's all a grave. And it's also all not a grave and also definitely a grave. Like, I, I'm looking at this, uh, this picture here. It's, uh, okay. I don't know if you've ever played Vanish. It's like a... Like an indie horror game from like 2012. Um, Is that the one with the blink mechanic? I maybe like like the very SCP blink mechanic. Anyway, so vanish. Sorry. Yeah. What, so what, what about vanish? 
So it's got like those brick tunnels, you know, where you're just mm-hmm. kind of walking through and there's, you know, the monsters crouched in corners and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures of parts of the catacomb and it looks exactly like that, just older. Um, so okay. it's just like this brick tunnel with water running through the middle. Um, so that is technically also part of the catacombs, even though I think originally it was a bit of a mine, uh, which is... You know, kind of interesting that uh, my theory is somebody just mined into the catacombs and was like, oh, shit, well, I guess this is part of this now. <laughs> right. Did you, did you say there's water? There's like a little stream? Yeah. So there's there's water running through. It looks kind of like an uh, aquifer. Ah, yes. The forbidden bone liquid. Okay. Gotta get, daddy, gotta get daddy's bone juice. Oh, Lord. Jesus Christ. Uh well, this just became an A-rated podcast. <laughs> uh, Matt, I told you we need to find our niche, right? And if our niche has to be Ooh, like bone cake, out. then like I, I'm, I'm down to travel down that road. Okay, I'm down to to fit into that community if it means the success of our podcast. Alrighty, um, so that those are my stories for the uh, for the catacombs. Um, I'd like that is to so wild. Yeah, I'd like to that finish is... this off. Uh, just kind of, you know, uh, with, by saying don't do dangerous, dumbass shit. <laughs> I think that goes without saying. Uh, but I know there's probably a shit ton of you out there who want to do this. Um, it is super common that people get lost down there if they don't know what they're doing, if they don't have you know the catacomb maps made by other explorers. Um, right. These so explorers. Matt, what you're saying... What you're saying is that, like, if people get lost, they're more likely to find other lost explorers down there. So it's totally cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Don't say that shit, because then people are going to be like, oh, okay, it's cool. No. So you get lost down there, you're probably going to die. Like, there's... If, if right. you get lost or turned around, you're never going to find an exit. Um, okay, unless it. you're on floor number one. Um, in which case you might run into something, but who knows? It, again, it is 300 kilometers or 186 miles of catacomb. Uh, this shit is no joke. Um, so if you Definitely. are interested in visiting the Paris catacombs, please go with a tour. It's still super interesting. You get to see the Empire of Death. Uh, you get to see some of the cool wall art they made with bones. Uh, you get to go through some tunnels and, you know, you, you get like a nice... Nice taste of the history of uh, the catacombs. It, there are a few online tour guide uh, resources for the catacombs. Um, they tell you you want to, you know, show up early because you know it gets kind of crowded. Um, there's a bunch of uh, cool catacombs themed uh, like restaurants and cafes and shit you can go eat breakfast at before your tour. Um, right, they're, right. They're usually right next theaters. to the entrances. Um, also, the be careful walking around Paris because you might just run into an entrance of the catacombs. You'd never oh, know they, it. They um, just pop up. There's no like big sign that says like the "Welcome to Hell" or anything like that. Like "Welcome to Bone Town." No, it's exactly like that. So, like in the oddly documentary, enough, I oddly enough, oddly enough, "Welcome to Bone Town" is also my pickup line and the reason why I'm single currently. Cool, we gotta work on that shit. <laughs> really, really do. You told me you'd coach me, and so I've just been approaching people with Welcome to Bone Town. Oh my god. It's, people in the grocery store you bump into, just Welcome to Bone Town. 
Yeah, exactly. Not the bars anymore because like I can't go to bars and like officially bars are closed uh, today. Actually, um, yeah, they reclosed about, about again. Two, yeah, about two hours ago on June 29th when we we're recording this. So yeah, it's I got to work on my grocery store flexes. Be like, oh baby, check out how many pounds of like cheap red wine I can carry. Oh, look at these flexes. Box so wine? You, yes, please. <laughs> so you, you so you come to the toilet paper aisle often? Wink. What, yeah, I don't think anybody does anymore. What a coincidence. I also go poop. We have so much in common. Jesus Christ. We should, like, get each other's numbers and then just, like, never talk to each other because we can't actually hang out with each other anymore. Sounds like Tinder. So, sounds like COVID life. Anyway, um, just, just to wrap it up. Um, yes, sorry. um so the the there are a bunch of little shacks uh might look like bathrooms or whatever usually they're painted black uh sometimes red sometimes you know just a color that blends in um they are little staircases into the catacombs um it is illegal to enter those so unless something is specifically marked as something you can enter in paris do not do it um because, you know, you might just end up with a $60 fine just for looking in. Um, so, once again, stay safe. Exploring anything. Always have a buddy with you. And don't do anything illegal. Because usually it's illegal for a reason. Definitely. Um, yeah, Definitely. so just to wrap up the podcast itself, uh, this has been Let's Ruin It with Matt and Cole. Um, Definitely. You Real can find us. You, yeah. Before you do the plugs and everything, Matt, can I just say fucking great job we struggled so much on our first episode trying to get scheduling everything down you like like a like a like a like a boss to use like early 2010s vernacular like took over this episode after i had my ridiculous panic attacks earlier this week so thank you for really picking up the slack on this uh if you're at home if you're alone and want to do it or if you feel like comfortable around like your roommates and whatnot or family just go ahead just randomly start clapping for matt like they, you're the people around you won't know what's going on, but like we will, we'll get the energy, we'll get the vibe. Matt will get the vibe. <laughs> Matt just definitely deserves it on this one. Matt really picked up uh, my slack on this. Um, so special shout out to Matt. Um, I, oh, I, 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 I uh, release my time. I give up my time, please, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna make you do one uh, here in a couple yes, of weeks. I am yeah. super excited. We're going to be talking all about, like, old-school astrologers and very specifically Tycho Brahe because that man was a freak, and I'm so excited to teach you all about him. Hell yeah, I'm excited too. Um, so yeah, this has been Let's Ruin It. Uh, you can find us at a few different places. Uh, you can find us at uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at uh, Let's Ruin It Pod. Um, mm-hmm. You can also find us uh, individually, me on Twitter, at Preoccupied, uh, with a 3-0 instead of an E-O, uh, or you can find me on twitch.tv slash Preoccupied uh, with a 0 instead of an O, but the E is still there. Um, I stream every Saturday, uh, usually around 2 p.m. Uh, recently, I've been having a lot of computer troubles, so... Uh, it might be a little later than that, but I'd love to see you there. Uh, you can talk about the podcast all you want there, uh, and you can get my responses live. Cole, where can they find you? 
Uh, well, you can follow me at the last call with underscores. That's my private account. It is, like I said, private on Instagram because there's some naughty stuff on there. Uh, but if you're cool, maybe I'll let you in. Who knows? If you want to go to my public account, though, Opus Loops is my music page. Or you can just follow us at the last pod, uh, all undercase, all one word, at uh, on Instagram pod. and Twitter. You know, my apologies. I've been listening to a lot of last podcasts on the left, and I apologize. Uh, Wait, damn, <laughs> we're, we're just us. taking a different podcast. We, we've we, we've Americaned them. This is ours yes, now. They are ours <laughs> now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You can find us at Let's Ruin It Pod uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter, uh, all in our case, all one word and everything. Uh, before we fully wrap up and whatnot, uh, first, I want to say... Thank you all for joining us on this. Matt and I have been talking about doing a podcast forever, like literally forever. And it's really, really cool that you're all like kind of coming along this journey with us. Uh, also, can I say a special shout out to my grandma, Pat, for uh, being super real about our first podcast. Um, <laughs> I got a very, very long uh, uh, message from uh, iMessage a few days ago. Uh, and she was like, oh, this is really great. And then she gave me like some really, really straight facts and really, really great opinions on the podcast so uh grandma pat you're fantastic we both love you and we, you will eventually be on the podcast at some point in time that's a that that's a uh let's ruin it po- podcast uh promise right there there you go and uh hopefully hopefully grandma pat we didn't uh say fuck too much this time <laughs> yeah we really toned down all the fucking cussing in this fucking episode today matt i'm really yeah, holy fuck holy fucking shit it's amazing <laughs> Uh, tune in next week. So we'll be back to our Monday, uh, Monday morning postings and everything for the episodes next Monday, uh, where we'll be talking about the first console war between Nintendo and Sega. And a little bit of, uh, uh, Sony and, uh, Microsoft jumping in on that too. Uh, just kind of the beginning era where they were screaming at each other in commercials and having Crash Bandicoot talk talk shit. Matt, I absolutely love it when big corporations try to take swings at each other. I think it's hilarious. Wendy's does it the best, but we'll do uh, Let's Ruin It on Wendy's another time. fast food in general, <laughs> yes. Or just fast food sure. in general, because it's all super fucked up and hilarious. <laughs> it is. It is, Matt. That it is. All right, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Cole. Mm, this is Matt. And I love you. Have a great day. Drive safe. And uh, eat as many fatty foods as you want. It's the apocalypse. You got to build that fat up right now before food is scarce. Mm, Jesus, it's going to turn into Wally. God, that movie. Okay. Bye, friends. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>